Hey everyone, guess what? This episode we had, that's right, sound issues again. So if you really want to get the most out of this week's episode, we suggest that you plug us in directly to your ear holes via your headphones and listen that way. It's a good chat with Andrew Seamark, so don't miss it. Let's get into it. Boy, it's like a hermit crap. <laughs> good afternoon, Ben. Good afternoon, everybody. I'm a guy with a camera here. If you die, can I have your car? Sweet. <laughs> Curious ramblings. <laughs> oh, bon Jovi, homie. Alright, recording. Hello. Speak. Good evening. Hi, Albert. How are you? I'm the same as I was two and a half days ago. Right? <laughs> <laughs> Making me do another podcast. Short turnaround. Yeah, I know. So, how's your two and a half days been? Uh, pretty good. Went to Malalu, which was glorious. The beach there, Malalu oh, okay. Point. Went there, Domenica, she went for a surf, or actually a bodyboard for the first time. She, oh, bodyboard? Since, since she broke her leg um, surfing. So, do you know what Malalu was about two years ago? She mm. broke her ankle, actually. Yeah. Um, fell off the surfboard. So, now I try to get her back in the water, and I said, why not sort of start at the basics again? And yeah. um, hopped on the bodyboard, caught a, bit, caught a few waves in the whitewash. I grabbed the board afterwards and went out and caught a few waves before the old Achilles oh, started really? um, hurting. And then even my tricep was hurting. It was like, oh, no. I'm officially old. Yeah, that's, that's no good, Albert. Uh, is this the first time D-Bomb's bodyboarded? Pretty much, yeah. Okay. I looked after the little one at the beach and while she had a bit of a, a splash and caught a few little waves, which was nice, yep. um, the water was so clear there. It was, it was so beautiful. The weather now oh. is, for this week anyway, it's so beautiful. The sun, it's warm, high 20s, lovely. And we're stuck in the office. Yeah, I would, wouldn't rather be anywhere else than looking out the window. I actually had a CPR course this morning, oh, a refresher. You? Yeah. Yeah. So basically so a doctor. Learn? What did you learn? CPR. Anything that you didn't know? No. So if I was to fall on the ground now, how many, how many rescue breaths would you I'd give me? I'd probably just leave you there and yeah, walk okay. away and pretend I didn't see it. Fair enough. It's a hard thing to do if you see somebody on the ground, then whether or not you can step up and render first aid yeah because you have to be composed don't you mm-hmm. as well so yeah. i did it a year ago it was actually a full a full day so it was cpr or maybe it was even two days so cpr also learned about snake bites and, so it was full first aid yeah yep. and today was just a refresher for cpr yeah um, so that was yeah it was good i think that's the easiest part to remember about first aid is the cpr yeah uh everything else is you forget about it because like right now if i said someone was having a stroke would you know the first aid what to wrench that person? Yeah. What? What is it? <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't want to talk about it because you have to show it more from a visual point yeah. of view, and that, that'll bore our two listeners. So, um, I know what to do as of today because I did the course. Oh, so, oh, so it wasn't just CPR; it was like a re- first aid oh, refresher. Well, first aid, you'd have to put them in. You would check if they're breathing. If they, well, first you check um, for danger around them. Then you check if the airways are free. You see if they're breathing. And when do you put the finger in the bum? That? <laughs> That's if they're not breathing. Oh, okay, yeah. <laughs> and that should that should do the trick. That, that usually gets all the fakers awake. One digit, and mm-hmm. yeah, then you put them in the recovery position and just monitor their breathing. So a stroke, yeah. There's a really good app just for anybody listening. The first responder one yes. from um, St John's. Yeah, exactly. Which is excellent. So I encourage everybody to have that on their phone because it will tell you what to do in any case of emergency. Thank you, sensible Ben. Yeah, that's quite okay. Now time to get silly. So how was your um, the last two and a half days? 
Uh, so I spent a day editing a podcast. That was good. <laughs> uh, looking forward to the weekend because before coming off five days of not being at work and then back at work, it's no good, eh? Like this work <laughs> stuff is really getting old. <laughs> really getting old. Pays the bills. Yeah, yeah. Unfortunately, that's a, that's a, a requirement. I listened to... The Austrian serial killer. Yeah. Now, was that a whole podcast or just one episode of a podcast? I can't remember. Because I listened, I found one that was one episode of the podcast. I sent you the link. Yeah, I must have uh, paid as much attention to that as I did when you well, said it's my week to buy the beers. <laughs> because <laughs> so talking about, beers, talking about beers. What beer do we have in front of us, Ben? One that I had in my fridge because I completely mistook what you said last week or two days ago that it was my turn to buy the beers, and I thought it was my turn to buy the blend. So I rushed out to the shops after work. Got super excited because I found a blend mix that I've been looking forward to for ages. Purchase that, and then you rock up and you've got your milk saying, "Oh yeah, it's my week to do the blend." So we've just got single fin for this week, which is good. It's from episode one, but we didn't do a proper review last time, so now we're gonna have yeah, to. Now we're not gonna do it again. We're not gonna do a proper review. review. So it's a summer ale, yeah. single fin from Gage Roads. They're located in Fremantle, close to Frio. Yeah, they got their new brewery there or restaurant mm. as well. Because Gage Roads is the Palmyra. Is Gage Rose the channel, the body of water between um, Fremantle and Ronest? I believe so, yeah. Yes. So this summer ale, I think everyone's pretty familiar with this beer. It is, it's got Galaxy Hops and Enigma Hops. And it's, yeah, it has, oh, yeah. has, has a bit of a tropical sort of smell. Um, IBU, I'm not sure, but I would guess it's probably about 20. Yeah. On it's the bitterness. It's one of those beers that has a little bit going on. Yeah. But not too much. Not too much. Which is great. Anyway, Viva. Viva. Cheers. I'm not even going to pretend to analyse it. I'm just going to enjoy it. Because once it touches your lips. It's so good. It's so magical. Yeah. This and Eagle Bay. Kolsch. Oh. Do I have a beer for you next week? Come at me in an aggressive manner. I'm going to Eagle Bay actually on Friday. Oh, because D-Bomb's mum's back again. Yep, exactly. Yep. So going to Eagle Bay... Got a nice lunch there sorted for the Friday. Mm -hmm. Then going to do some winery tours on the Saturday, go and visit a few. So you and Domenica's mum just get drunk while Domenica does the driving? <laughs> exactly, <laughs> exactly. Um, my mum's coming as well. Oh, okay. Nice. So, so just you and the ladies? Yeah. Wow. Yep, exactly. Wow. I will take the board as well just in case because I missed out mm -hmm. on that, the little supposedly surf trip I took two weeks ago with Adrian and... His little family, so we yep. missed out on waves there. So okay. fingers crossed, maybe I can get a wave or two. Sweet, it's very exciting. So what are we now? Seven twenty. I wanted to ask you about metaverse. Mm. We've heard a lot about it. Facebook. <laughs> Facebook. But what do you know about metaverse, and do you think it's something that you're going to get involved in more? I don't think we have a choice. Because I, you're, you're the type of person who would like to escape his reality, right, Ben? Yes, absolutely. Yes. Uh, no, Albert. Have I hit a nerve there? <laughs> little bit. No, not really. Uh, I was doing some research. So some massive players in this whole metaverse thing: Apple, mm. um, Facebook, obviously, was rebounded to Meta. Yep. Lots of money being spent. Microsoft is in, involved. They spent uh, seventy billion acquiring a couple of gaming companies in Nvidia, yeah. I think. So the metaverse is basically what well, it's like, or not augmented reality, sort of like a virtual reality thing, right? Where you yep. putting yourself into an avatar, into a different mm -hmm. surrounding, uh, like a like a room or something like that, or a, 
an area. I don't like it too much <laughs> because... Do you remember? So it sort of reminds me, have you seen that movie Ready Player One? No. If you watch Ready Player One, this is a very similar concept. Where you, it's almost, I guess, not like the Matrix, but you plug yourself into a virtual reality and everyone has their... They go to these different areas, game levels or whatever, and you've got your avatar so you can just live out your alternate life, I guess. But that's one, one application for it, I can see. And then there's other things where it can be utilised with business where you have virtual meetings and yeah, things like exactly. that. So, which I know, and I don't know, I don't like WebEx already. So if we're already increasing this, it's, I don't know, it's just, I think there's a lot of stuff that can go wrong, especially can be abused as well with people gaslighting and things like that. Yeah. Catfishing, sorry, not gaslighting. There's so many different ones as well. I didn't know that metaverse was actually a term for more or less virtual worlds. Yeah. And I was listening to a podcast and they were talking about ones that belong to blockchain. So I don't understand that massively, but they're not owned by a big corporation. Yeah. And they're actually the ones that are doing better at this stage. There's one called Sandbox. But I still think it's sort of the start of something that's going to become more and more exciting and interesting. I just feel at the moment it's not immersive enough. Like that's virtual reality, it's sort of you put on a headset, you see you've got sound, you've got sight, but you're missing the... Feedback, the physical. The, the feel, the touch, yeah. the temperature, the wind, yeah. the smells. And I think until we get to that point, it's a little bit interesting, but I'd rather just be outside and enjoy the natural yeah. elements. But yeah. I think like come, say, 2040, 2050, we'll start yeah. having those chips and we'll be able to be in a chair and then you'll go to sleep and then you'll wake up sort of... Your dreams will be your... Almost your... Would, have your you ever life. thought... Have you ever wondered if we're actually in a dream now and we're actually in someone else's dream and when we go to sleep, that's that person who's awake? <laughs> then I'd have <laughs> this weird person. This would be the weirdest, most random person. Yeah. Of all time. It's almost leading into uh, simulation theory, this mm. metaverse stuff as well, I guess. Are we real or are we just a simulation? Yeah. And I think we're a simulation. <laughs> Do you think? Well, one of the things we're going to talk about creates my goat. It's going to come up. I'll, I'll bring it up about surely we're in a simulation because some things just don't add up. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. So I reckon we give our next guest a call because it's going to take us five minutes to sort out connecting to your speaker uh, particularly my phone mm. so are you happy to give our next or our guest a call let's do it uh, how are we doing this over video or just voice? Um, just voice I think so our next guest is Andrew Seamark who's a photographer from Margaret River region very well known for his ocean photography he loves to surf he loves to travel so it's gonna be a really interesting guy to talk to indeed yeah Hey mate, how's it going? It's Albert and Ben here. Hi Andrew, how are you? Yeah, we're just um, having a few beers, talking about the week. I'm heading down to Dunsborough or to Eagle Bay on the Friday with the family again, so looking forward to that. Yeah, I'm hoping so. She's been, <laughs> she's actually been a real handful the last two days. Um, it's like we did a pod, we did the podcast on the weekend, and um, Ben just goes, "You look tired and and you look old." <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's so rough. <laughs> I don't, 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 I don't,
just feel like, I think I, I said to you last week, the first five months, when I look in the mirror now, I, I sort of, I'm shocked by how I look. <laughs> it's like yeah. fully grey on the side, um, just wrinkles all around. But, yeah, hopefully the, the stress will, will go away and the baby will sleep a little bit more. No, but those six months are always super happy. I remember just thinking, oh, my God, baby. <laughs> I look at it now, it's kind of like you're blinking, like, oh, shit, my kid's been following me up, it's gone a little quick, so... It goes um, so fast, eh? Yeah, definitely living to that, so it goes real quick, but... It goes so fast, and we were like, before we had the first kid, we were thinking, oh, yeah, two kids will be good, sort of, that's a good number, that'll... Two will keep them, you know, entertained instead of a single child, and then... um after the first one, I remember, like, after about a week and a half, I just looked at my partner and said, I think maybe we're good with this one. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then you get to, like, uh, I remember when we had my daughter, she was a hair, look, she was, like, like, baby, you baby, five, baby, like, and you kind of get pretty easy, you know, like, oh, she's going around to me. I remember me and my wife, like, we're going, uh... Yeah, it is, it is a sort of, um, I look at people differently now who have got two kids or three kids, I just think, wow, like, well done. What have you done? <laughs> Yeah, no, it's, it's good, and you're right. It is very rewarding, and they um they grow up so fast. I like now I understand that term. They grow up so fast, so um thanks heaps for joining us on the podcast um i've been a big fan of your work for for a while now so i'm really stoked to be able to have you on and and chat about um some of the stuff you've done particularly your photography with the ocean at the moment. I took a bit of a pounding the other week. Um, Albert thinks I'm too rattled to go back, but I've just been busy, so, but. <laughs> yeah, the ocean definitely has a flow point in your place pretty quickly, though. Yeah, it does, it does. It does remind you um, it's beautiful, but it can be a little bit scary. Mm-hmm. Um, with your photography, it's probably a question you've got a lot, but um, do you know how did you get into it? Well, well, I used to, I used to um, originally on used to shoot red camera. I used to love shooting red at times, um, and luckily, I mean, I grew up along uh, the West Australian coast, and my dad was a mad fisher, so I was um, every waking moment with he would take me out of the boat and we'd go fishing in all these wild sorts of conditions and then they also had this old film camera that I used to just I'd pick up as much as I could and just shoot film photos and I always loved it and um, grew up then surfing like going from fishing to kind of into the surfing side of things where the surfing 
only camera and I remember just shooting, I remember just thinking, oh, I'm just going to go down to like Scala and just shoot because the surf is so bad. I was just going to shoot photos. That's kind of where it all started within Scala, but luckily enough, I, I mean, growing up down here in the southwest, you're you know, pretty accustomed to um, pretty, like, heavier, oh, not heavier, like, pretty um, open ocean. Uh, yeah. quickly and so um, yeah that's where it all began and then I did a trip to New Zealand my parents were shooting landscape photos and film camera and that's kind of the photography side of things started on um, but then yes slowly merged it into bringing it to the ocean which I, I loved loved doing is the um, is the film stuff completely dead uh, do you still use that at all or are you just strictly digital no I've still got my parents film camera like they gave it to me actually not long ago because I was still using it and I was like eventually you can just keep hold of it forget about the whole film days where I remember this would have been 20 years ago I was in Europe traveling around and I had a film and like literally the first film just had a, a had my thumb in the corner for about yeah. 24 four out of 36 photos and sort of people people forget those things these days yeah Um, some of the, I guess, my favourite photos of are the ones you've captured of the right down south. Yep. Um, do you remember when you first saw that wave and how you felt seeing such a, like a powerful wave? Oh, it's funny because I, I didn't even realise until that moment. Oh, I was even longer than I realised that I spent a lot of my childhood down on that south coast because um, my dad used to go down there all the time. And we used to spend a lot of time down there and not really realising what was the out in the ocean there. And so I've got, like, my dad's got these old bones of fish that he'd been spearing um, off the bombing that are down there and then turned out it was these waves. But now I go back and read the top and shoot the right. And so I, remember, I still remember the first day when we saw the right and it was... A little slow, but I do just remember being absolutely like speechless. I just couldn't believe, like, you, you can see Royal Carroll on the west coast here often, but then when you get out into these spots and you, you're like, oh my god, like, this is a whole new level. And I just, 
Testament, mainly the movies that are familiar with the sound, but I mean, but like I've never experienced anything like that before. It's like the whole ocean coming alive and imploding on this small little stretch of rain, but the sound from it was just, it was like deafening, and you could feel like you could feel the energy of the ocean. So I remember the first time, and that's when it kind of, um, the real passion for chasing these large ocean swells is where it started. Yeah, I can imagine um, <laughs> that wave. I think I saw it on one of the tensions. I think those guys were some of the first guys to ride it. Yeah, so like um, Bill Gallier, White, yeah. Brad Hughes, Chad, and all those guys that they pioneered, pioneered that stretch of the coastline. Um, the bodyboarders so even attention that was just like, and what they achieved, I was actually. I got to hang with one of my oldest inspirations. I'm not my old, one of my biggest inspirations, Mike Max, that all the way down He used to shoot all, a lot of those sessions down there. And so we got to hang and shoot together. And we were down on that south coast just thinking, like, and that was, you know, 15 years ago where these guys were risking so, like, it, like I'm pretty prepared now, but these guys, like when they first told me that, which is pretty incredible to, to think about what they would have had to go through to discover that kind of stretch of coastline. Yeah, I know it's that's ridiculous. I remember hearing some story about Ryan Hardy. He actually paddled out there. Um, and didn't, yeah, just paddled, I think, 10, 12-foot bombs out there. It's <laughs> just, just risky. Yeah, Max did tell me. I think it was pretty sure it was like that. Max did tell me that, though, that this one day they were there and they were shooting and I think Chad and Brad and maybe a couple of others that they were tying them and Heidi just like paddled off the shore, paddled out, scooped into like a couple of crazy ones and then just was like, all right, there, and just like paddled in. And I'm like, oh, mate, that's just <laughs> a whole new level of play. I, I just could not imagine. It's crazy. And um, you've surfed it as well. Is that right? Ah, yeah, if you call it The first time I surfed it, I actually tried to shoot a double angle with a guy called Jay Hubbard. He um, surfed that one really, really well. And I figured if I was going to do it, I'd like to make Fido a little bit under. I was so grossly underprepared that I got probably the worst wipeout I've ever had out there. Um, yeah, so the first time I did it, I got absolutely um, ragged. And then I've surfed as teams, but just a couple of small ones. I haven't had like a like a proper one yet, but I I have given it a dip without camera. It's probably a better idea. Yeah. <laughs> With the camera that would have just been you're concentrating on the camera, trying to get good shots and then that waves obviously can be a little bit mutiny. Um oh, Jesus. It's just the size of those waves and I've seen some of the photos and just it blows my mind how much water is there, right? Yeah, considering when we're here in Perth at Scarborough, where we're getting dumped by a two-foot yeah. wave, we just we can't imagine what it's like down there. There's no reef. Uh, I I didn't really like. I, to be honest, it was really really. It was probably a port. It was definitely port choice. And I was just like, oh, I'll give the crap. And I remember, like, as I was with Jake and Henry, and Henry was probably. And we got a couple of small ones, and I remember just holding my tongue and didn't really get anything decent or a decent would come through. And just remember Jake yelling, like screaming, like, go, 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 go. 
camera under wrap my camera just my chest and I went top to bottom and um it's pretty solid and I just remember free falling what felt like forever. <laughs> like, oh my god, like going through an elite just like, oh I'm gonna die. <laughs> um but that wasn't the first bit of when I landed, it just how violent it was. Um it just blew me apart. <laughs> I had limbs going in every sort of direction just thinking, oh this was my turn back to the face of the like I think it gave me and then, um, definitely going to go and respect for the guys with the consistency and like you can get consistent thinking about it. Oh my god, I had to feel pretty hectic. So hectic. Did you when you when they spoke about you know you getting towed in, were you hesitant at all at the start, or were you like, no, nah, cool, let's um let's ha- let's have a crack? Well, it's a really slow climb. It seemed uh. It was like a day, like I'd been shooting all morning from the ski, and it was like one of these rare, blue rare days, and the sun was out, this perfect option in, and it was like flowing right down, and, and that's when the boy, like they knew I wanted to do it, and it was one of those days that you could just, you could give it a nudge. Um, probably would have been better if I just, I just maybe told you to try but. I was like, oh yeah, let's, the boys like, oh, you want to have a go? I was like, yeah, let's do it. So I laughed and thought I'd give it a go. And I remember, um, you know, I wasn't too happy. I was scared. Like, I was, like, you feel, I was pretty fearful, but I, I definitely knew I was in, uh, I had my comfort zone for sure. And so a couple of small ones, we got this, obviously didn't do anything. And then obviously the one that came through that we did go was, just like this random kind of big one. And it just found me. I remember I had pretty sure I blew both media guns because I had blood carrier over the years, blood carrier over the nose, I was down for ages. But the boy like picked me up and I remember the look on Henry's face and the gun in the ski, like, oh my god, he's like, you don't look too good. And uh, I was bleeding out of my nose. Like I've never had one nose in my life. It was good. It was, yeah, so I had done some damage, but then afternoon like cooking, probably the best afternoon I've ever seen. Yeah, there's like gone back in the water and shot that whole afternoon. Um, and yeah, my I just remember trying to swim through layers and not shooting and it hurt so much just swimming through layers because my ears were aching the whole time of the day. That night, yeah, I was definitely pretty pretty based that night for sure. God, and um, when you sort of when you're lining up these big swells and you know it's going to be a pumping swell, and um, do you sort of, how do you prepare yourself for when you go out and obviously you've got some surfers and bodyboarders and whoever they're riding the waves. I guess there's a high chance that someone's going to get maybe hurt because some of these waves they're so they're so brutal. How do you prepare for that? To be honest, I was really underprepared when I first started doing this. I didn't do any training. I was completely oblivious to this comment. Um, and so I, I suppose there's times going on and I've got a little bit older. I've, I've probably learned a lot more over time. And I did some training, so I did some bandier training with the guy that won the internationals and Joe Knight. Guy in my room who had trained us for acne stuff, and then I did some also did some heavy water rescue stuff, 
do. And they're, they're like Shannon Wall, who doesn't teach anyone to train classes, teaches everything from ski rescues to, um, you know, we, we had a paramedic come down and teach us like head to first aid and things like that. And so I, I learned over time, and it was only through a mistake that I learned, which is a big regret of mine because I wish I was a bit more prepared. But it's the risk we take. Um, I, I'm probably more, I'm definitely more aware that the risk we take are, um, are there. Um, but yeah, we, that's, that's what we do. So I'm a, a lot more prepared now than I ever was. Gee, so other than uh, burst eardrums and bloody nose, what's the worst uh, mischief you've done to yourself? Um, for me, a lot of times it's copying a housing. Like when I shoot, I've got the housing in the head a few times. You know, <laughs> um, yeah, the burst eardrums and I mean, uh, and drowning and a couple of little incidents with um, some sea critters, but nothing too heavy. But um, to be honest, um, I've come away relatively unscathed considering what I did by Yeah. You, uh, you mentioned a, a good word there, sea critters. Um, I guess you're alluding to our... Mermaids. Our, um, yeah, mermaids or, or maybe some sharks? Yeah. Yeah, we, yeah, we know they're there. Um, part of what we do. I haven't had any runs with the big video kind of thing, which I'm pretty thankful for. But definitely, <laughs> you know, like, uh, I, I try not to really think about it, but... Um, yeah, it's, a, it's just part of the risk of what we do. Yes, it's same, like I know they're out there and when I go out, it almost, you just forget about them. Like when I'm in the water, I don't even think about that there's a possibility maybe there's a really a large shark around or anything. It's just like sometimes I think about it driving there or I'll check the, the Shark Smart app, but yeah. then when I'm in the water, there's no fear for some reason. Do you have that as well? Yeah, I don't. Um, I suppose you could um, shoot the waves and the, the elements that are already there can do enough damage. So it's like you've got to really like zone into uh, if you're swimming and shooting, like you, you need to be aware of your surroundings already because there's plenty enough there that will do some damage to that one. I'm thinking about what if a shark's looking about. Um, some days I definitely get a vibe down the water where I, I don't feel comfortable and I'll, I'll be happy just to kind of get on the ski and shoot and then other day I'll feel like a bit more comfortable and um, it does get a little bit more like there's more guys in the water now there's more ski and feels like there's more eyes around so it, it feels like you can get in and shoot and feel like you're surrounded with, surrounded with like capable individuals that can help you if anything goes wrong but Jeez, I just when I'm out there on the bodyboard, any any shadow, a bit of seaweed that touches me, you know, that's it. I'm out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, you definitely have a heightened sense of awareness. I've had the same thing, like you come to me shooting, you have it the like, oh, is that shadow is moving, or what is that? You know, is that seaweed? <laughs> yeah, like it, it can. But I, I, I do definitely try and, and work that out as much as I can. With the waves that you're shooting, 
how do you find new waves? Do you use any technology like Google Earth or, or, or things like that? Yeah, Google Earth, I grab on. Um, if you are searching, I've been lucky enough, I've, I've spent some time with some incredible individuals that are, you know, like not only pioneered the coast, but have discovered a lot of the spot that they can do. Um, it's just a matter of sometimes whether you're willing to risk like this, and it's not a big moment in there. Um, and yeah, so a uh, word of mouth and, and getting to know a lot of like OG, the, 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 the um, East West Australian Pokemon, and how we all away. Um, I'll be putting a great crew of those guys who, you know, pine with this stuff for sure. Yeah. I guess sort of. Um touching on like how you find your waves i was looking at some of your landscape stuff and the lightning photos that you get how do you oh, yeah, yeah. How, how do you how do you capture that how do you time that or is it just sort of like a burst of heaps of photos what's how do you do that oh so that well lightning shot there's one um we've had a few lightning storms and because, like, I used to shoot and go photos, you know, I kind of learned slow shot movement with uh, with a landscape photo, but then also tying with a certain photo, so setting up and being, that's why I think that works in, uh, in, work well in use, because you, your technique in certain surroundings comes up to a level where you're confident in your ability behind the camera, and you're like, all right, this scene is changing quickly. I need to adapt with the scene. And so a lot of those um, lighting photos, I know there's a couple that are at 10 to 15 second exposure, whereas there's a couple where I've used filters. Um, so like you slide in a filter in, in the front of your lens and shoot for maybe four or five seconds. And, and sometimes it's just luck. <laughs> it's yeah. not something that's near. Like it, you do get lucky in my hand. I've definitely been lucky, but then it's also like a combination of luck and um, knowing what you're <laughs> Yeah, being capable yeah. of camera you know, in a changing scenario. Yeah, now that's often wondered that because I've seen, you know, I've been here at home and I've seen lightning storms bust out the old iPhone trying to capture a, <laughs> a lightning strike and just between yeah, you and me doesn't work. Right. Yeah, yeah, that's right. <laughs> iPhone 10, come at you. Yeah, yeah, that's it. Uh, iPhone now, the better, like, that's why I can't remember who did it to me, but the better camera we got was the one on here. But, um, yeah, I don't know. I, I've been lucky to have some really cool storms go through here, but it's definitely, um, like, time to... Um, and luck and time is a big part of it. Yeah, no, they're awesome. Just probably some of my favourite photos, just the lightning shots. Epic. Epic. I'd say um, non-surf related, you've been to Iceland, I've been to Iceland. I think you've been to Norway as well, and I have. Um, how amazing is uh, witnessing the Northern Lights? It's one of my most incredible experiences. I've been lucky enough to play a few times there. I did some trips there, I got to see both times when I was there, and then uh, I got to see it in Norway as well. I keep getting to as well, which is pretty awesome getting to show that. Uh, so it's like, it's weird, like, you, you, you know how it might be here in WA, it's, it's quite flat, you know, we're blessed with like crazy beautiful beaches, but then, when you go to these spots in, you know, 
and then you get there and you just like, oh, this is this is just next level. I mean, to see the sky come alive with northern light, it's something to to behold for sure. It's yeah, it's so good. I remember in Norway, we were there. I think um, sort of start of March. And the sky was clear, so we knew it was probably a good time to, yeah, to see the northern lights. And it was about minus 5, minus 10, but it felt colder. There was a bit of wind, and we were just out there for about six hours just yeah. witnessing. I had the GoPro out and put on that, um, what is it, like the long shutter, the 30-second sort of um, thing. And I got a couple of good photos, but my wife with her camera, she got some better ones. It was just, yeah, so amazing. We were there for so long, but it's just, yeah, it's so cool. Because... We get not here in WA, but like more south, Aurora Australis, yeah, right? Borealis, Oh, have you seen it here as well? Tasmania's known for it. Yeah, that'd be good. Yeah, it's a bit, bit closer than heading up to Norway. It's a bit because I think on the, the Dunamite, like it doesn't really come off the horizon, like it's been on the horizon, but then when you go to like Norway and Iceland, like I mean, northern countries, it's like dense and still the sky. Yeah. Like if you look up and it's just the whole sky comes alive with the colour that it's. Yeah, it's really, really incredible. Yeah. They do, uh, like, uh, igloo camping there, right, where they've got the glass or the clear um, igloos that you sleep in and you can see the northern lights. Maybe, yeah. Yeah, I think oh, I've seen that. That'd be pretty, pretty, yeah. pretty, pretty, pretty excellent, <laughs> I think, yeah. It's so cold, though. Like, I remember the first time we were in Norway, uh, the very first time, the first day we were there, it was minus 24. Far out. I remember walking outside just thinking, I remember it was kind of like my big froze, like it was too icy. Yeah. It's hard to talk as well, isn't it? Like, it almost feels like you've had about five or six beers quickly. It's just sort of, you, you can't talk, you're slow. <laughs> yeah, it's like your body's shutting down. Like, you definitely need to do it quickly. And I've been up, but, yeah, yeah, it's a whole new level of cold. I never Have you got any um, travel plans for the, for the rest of the year or next year? Uh, just, I've got just the one trip. I've got a, uh, my first international exhibition coming up in Feb next year, which I'm off to Dubai. Um, so I'm going to spend a, a couple of days in Dubai and my wife and the, the kids at home for that one. And um, yeah, so we've got, I get to do that, which is pretty cool. I haven't, I mean, to COVID, and we haven't travelled, so it's going to be interesting going down the plane again. Yeah, that'll be awesome there. How did that come about? Believe it or not, I was through the old social media and I was Instagram that one. I had this guy who had just followed my work. I, I just can share my work through social media channels like Instagram and all that. He said, Yeah, I've been following my work for years. He organised this big event, um, sort of exposure, exposure, exhibition. I'm not going to detail in, 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 in,
Jeez. I'd probably lose, yeah, I'd I think I'd lose the old memory and put that again. I mean, I'd lose the old memory anyway. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Memory is a shock. Start the game every day, not too bad. Yeah, I'd probably be the same, you, Ben? Yeah, I, I was thinking uh, I'd probably, yeah, lose the old memories and, yeah, start, start afresh, perhaps. Start afresh. Yeah, but how many times would your friends come up to you and be like, God, do you remember that time you did this? And you're like, oh, my God, what an idiot. <laughs> <laughs> I do that now. Yeah, okay, yeah, true. Yeah, true. <laughs> <laughs> oh, um, yeah. I don't really know. I should have had those 26 beers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's it. Well, um, thanks so much for joining us. For people listening, um, where's the best place for them to follow your work? So different and just having to be like he'd have to be at the right time at the right moment type no no, wait what am I saying the right time right place right time yeah exactly Um, have the right equipment and yeah it's awesome very talented yeah for sure so should we do a wake up scenario I believe it's your turn are you sure I thought you were doing the wake up yeah (laughs) yeah, it's my turn that, that I did know so wake up scenario, then blend, then guess the movie. Guess the movie, and what else do we have? We had great uh, gets our goat. Did you do any gets your oh, goat? I had some really. real, petty, I had some real petty shit today because I was just trying to think about it, <laughs> like just the things that grace everyone's goats. So click, what does clickbait and oh, yeah, the news yeah. and stuff? But then I thought physics. Physics grates my goat sometimes, Albert. Wow, we're getting really well, just smart, aren't we? Well, you know when you're. Particularly, you're in a bad mood, or something's not going well, and then, like, let's say you drop a coin, and somehow it manages to stay upright and roll in this perfect arc, and then it just like goes underneath the fridge. That there's no way that it could ever happen, if, if even if you even tried, like those sorts of things. Yeah. And that to me makes me think we're in a simulation because some nerd sitting there on the computer going, "I'm gonna fuck out this day today <laughs> with this coin." He's running late for work, and I'm gonna make him drop his ID, and it's gonna slide under like a, a place that. It shouldn't do. It is funny, or your keys, your keys fall, fall out, oh. out of your pocket in your car and then they end up going in between a little gap perfectly. Yeah. It's weird. When things go wrong, they go really wrong. When things yeah. go right, it's almost... You just don't yeah, notice. Have you ever had the keys where the key somehow managed to get through the key ring and it's like wedged under there perfectly and you don't know how it got in there and you can't pull it out and it's just stuck? Yeah. That's yeah. How, like, how? How? Like, how does that... How, how do cords get knotted up as much as they do? Like oh, earphones. Earphones, any cable, like... It's weird, yeah. You, 
you'd untangle it, you'd you'd wear them, yeah. then you put them down, you come back a few days later and they're all tangled. It's like yeah. someone's it's messing with you. It's simulation theory. We're in a simulation and people are fucking with us. We're hamsters <laughs> in a hamster wheel. So yeah, that you're out. outraged. I'm outraged at physics. Albert Einstein's a lot to explain. Right. Would you uh, wake up scenario? Yeah. So what's your one? I think my one last week was maybe didn't really allow for much conversation. Okay. Mine, I think, I, I did actually two, but uh, we'll do, I think I've got one favourite one. Yep. All right, so here we go. You wake up and you're an executioner in the dark ages. Toto, I have a feeling we're not in Kansas anymore. You're about to chop someone's head off. What do you do? Oh. That's a tough one. Yeah. Because I'm really not for violence at yeah. all. So you're like mid-swing, you've got the hood on, everything. I can barely kill a cockroach. Yeah, okay. <laughs> like killing a human. Mid-swing. So you just, you come through and the axe is raised. Yeah. And pe- people are yelling, kill him, kill, kill him, him, cut kill his him. head off. Throw Maybe I'd quickly go, what did he do again? <laughs> <laughs> what did this guy do? Yeah. Like, oh, he probably st- stole a loaf of bread. He, dark yeah, ages. he stole yeah. bread and he stole an apple. Yeah, um, trying to feed his family. Then I would sort of maybe go, what happens if I don't do it? Am I the one that's going to be... Executed yeah. as well, yeah. Because I guess if you're going to be executed, unfortunately you're going to have to go through with it. Yeah. So I'd probably, the first thing is ask... Sorry, what did he do again? <laughs> uh, what am I doing with this? And then... So it's the Dark Ages, so they don't necessarily speak like actual English as well as no. like ye old English. Doesn't. Which is similar to German, which I can speak, yeah. so probably yeah. advan- advantage for me yeah. rather than your... You'd say, I love them. Yes, sir. <laughs> <laughs> I love you, you'd yeah. say in German. You, yeah. yeah, you know that phrase. Yes, I do. Um, yeah, I'd probably quickly ask a couple of questions if I could and if I understood. Yeah them and then make a call like this person's killed numerous people mm. or raped and pillaged and all that I guess cut their head off? If, it's, if it's me or him yeah, yeah okay. unfortunately you yeah. I would not hesitate <laughs> you would <laughs> I would I'd be like next next <laughs> now if you wanted to get out of it I was thinking about it you could just pretend like you're halfway through your swing you're like oh my, oh, my back Dos back is aching, <laughs> and then you have to put the axe down. Dos back, <laughs> yeah. Where where that come? Two back, so <laughs> dos, dos is it? Dos, oh. <laughs> dos protest too much. <laughs> uh, so you could do like maybe pretend that just drop the axe, like oh I can't, sorry yeah, guys. That is a good thing, or try and and then miss it, and then yeah, yeah. obviously. But if you miss it, then you'll be like, all right, take another swing there. But you miss it, and you pretend to overexert yourself. Yeah. And then, yeah. And then you're exactly. out. Yeah, you're so out. That was how I thought I could get out of it. But also, might be kind of nice to cut someone's head off. <laughs> I think that would scar you. I think you'd have... Yeah, pro- you probably you'd oh. just wake up. But then you've got to finish. I don't know. I don't know what they're... Are they like... Are they like the rock stars of the Dark Ages? Executions? They go back to their pad. They've got like maidens <laughs> akimbo. Just like feeding them grapes. Feeding them grapes and... Or, With yeah, a feather over them. And now you've just lost your high-paying decapitation job because you didn't want to go through with it. <laughs> So you're a peasant? Yeah, then you have to try and start some sort of medieval OnlyFans. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was my one. The, the other one I had, I don't know if I want to answer. We can I can answer. save it. Save it? All right. Save it. Cool. All right. Shall we blend some stuff? Shall we blend? Yeah. So do you, what I have, would you like to know? Tell me. Or oh, unless you want to keep it a secret. That surprised me. 
How much breast milk is it this time? Nah, it's um, it's a liter of breast milk. Cool. And it's some. Dominican did look tired the other day, but I saw. It is Oreos, mustard, and milk. Really? Yeah. What sort of mustard? Hot English mustard or American? American mustard. Yeah. This is gonna suck. Let's see. Okay. All right. <laughs> So Ben, we have our Oreos, mustard and milk blend. Let's see if we can drink it. It's so weird that you've come up with this. It actually smells okay. And? It's both disgusting and nice at the same time, I guess. <laughs> like at first the mustard comes and gets you, but then the Oreos come afterwards. Oh, I don't know. I think it's not that bad. It's not that bad. The more you drink, it's weird, isn't the it? less mustard you get. Yeah. I think it definitely could benefit with some ice cream and less mustard. <laughs> yeah. So not as bad as what we probably thought. <laughs> it's not. It's not as bad. No. <laughs> Am I weird? Because I thought last week was pretty good and I'm thinking this week is not bad <laughs> no last week was okay but like I said it definitely it would have been fine if you were, went to a restaurant not an Indian restaurant a Mexican restaurant and they, it was one of the dips that they give you to dip your quesadillas in or something like that yeah. um, definitely not as a drink next week is going to be A1 I think it's yeah. going to be one of the ones where we go wow thank you Jesus for inventing these items <laughs> <laughs> So, all right, so. So what have we got to end the show? We've got. We still have a guest the movie. Yep. Uh, what have we got? That's it. That's it? Yeah. Cool. What do you think about Ned Kelly? Uh, I don't. don't think, you don't think about Ned Kelly? <laughs> Not that much. I don't okay. know a great deal about him, just the basics. I just listened to a podcast about Ned Kelly. Yeah. <laughs> do you want to elaborate on that? No. Yeah. <laughs> okay. No, it's pretty interesting. Like some people think he's a hero, some people think he's a villain. Mm -hmm. I think he's a bit of both. Um, probably most mostly villain. I did learn something though. What? So, what do you think Ned Kelly's last words were? Have you ever heard? There's some famous words that I think everybody thinks or attributes to Ned Kelly. Lived a good life. No, not quite. It was such his life. Have you heard that before? Yeah. yeah. I did learn that. That's a fake. That's not true. Oh really? Yeah. So apparently he tried, he started to say, well, I suppose, and I think the hangman put the noose around his neck and then he didn't get to say anything else really. So it was like a half a, half a sentence. Well, I suppose. Okay. Yeah. So there you go, people. Wow. Thanks, Ben. You're Thanks welcome. Thanks for bringing that up. Yeah, it was just one thing on my, my list of things to do. Great so we've got know. guest movies. Mm -hmm. Would you like me to go first? Yeah, go on. Did you get hacked? Did you get your, op we spoke about this? I got I got done. Really? Yeah, I got an email from Optus saying uh, date of birth, postal address, driver's license number, basically everything. So you got an email? Yeah, from Optus. And um, fortunately I could buy a new driver's license from, there's a Nigerian prince that I get all my gold from. <laughs> so it's all good. It's all good. All right, let's go. The first one. Okay. I'm just going to see... for breakfast or what? It was beautiful, it beckoned, it sang to me. What sort of bird was it? Oh, it was cockatoo. Why cockatoo? Well, cockatoos don't sing, mate, they screech. Well, it sang to me. You had a lead and you saw a cockatoo. 
That is funny. Thank you. You're probably going to get me with this because this is an Australian movie, and I don't yeah. like and I don't watch Australian movies. I can tell Eric Banner's in it. I'm trying to think what movie it is. Uh, is it the Nugget? Oh Jesus! Yeah. Yes, it is. It okay. Is. How you get these without knowing them? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Well done. <laughs> You're. Yeah. I'm a bit annoyed about that. Are you? <laughs> I thought you wouldn't get it. You know what? It is one of the few Australian movies that I I've seen and that I enjoy. Yeah. Enjoyed, yeah. Yeah, it's a good one. Yep. All right, hit me. Hit me. Okay, here we go. No, it's not that big a fucking deal. It's just a job, you know what I mean? I'm an eating, drinking, shitting fucking Santa Claus. Prove it. Bad Santa? Correct, yes. How, how early did you know? Did you straight away? Yeah. It's a good movie, isn't it? Yeah, it's not bad. I don't really like the actor that much. Really well thought. Yeah, I think outside of... Um, I don't think he's a great guy. I've seen him. Yeah, he's not a great guy. Bit of a dick. He does this movie with um, John Cusack called Pushing Tin, and mm-hmm. they play air traffic controllers. Okay. It's pretty good. Right. Yeah. Right. So anyway. This next one, I've done it a bit longer. Okay. Because I have a feeling it is a little bit tricky. Do you want to hear it one more time? Oh, you can give it to me one more time. I don't think it's going to help. I know, Dad. Was that the last line that was said? To me, either. I never cared about you or your mother or any of your small ideas. For 30 years, I've been breathing this air, eating this food, enduring these hardships. And I never once thought of it at home. I have no idea about this one. Do you want to know? Do you know the actors? No, I don't. I can't determine the actors either. You stumped me, Albert. I know Dad. Brad Pitt. Brad Pitt. No, Jesus. No, I don't know. What is it? Ad Astra. Oh, okay. I haven't seen that. Oh, here we go. Yeah. Here okay. we go, a movie that you haven't seen. Yes. Yeah. Wow. Well, there you go. Well you done. something new every day, huh? There you go. Okay. Is it good? Ad Astra? Yes. Is it sort of Netflix's it's attempt at slow. doing a... Um... No, no. no. It's, it's about three, four years old now, I think. It's it, it's a bit sad. Is it? Well, well it sounds like his dad's dying. Basically, yeah. his dad doesn't care about him. Yeah. He goes, I never thought about you. Yeah. Okay. Cool. All right, good one. Uh, I think you'll get this one. I don't know if we've done this with one or not. Uh, yeah, it looks like my new co-anchor may need a glass of water. There <laughs> <clears throat> uh-huh. oh. we go. Sorry about that. <clears throat> In other news, the Prime Minister of Sweden visited Washington today and my tiny little nipples went to France. Is this Bruce Almighty? It is Bruce Almighty. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the tiny little nipples got, got it to you? Yep, I yep. think so. <laughs> All right. Ice man! 
Oh, no. He's yelling Sandy. Is it Grease? <laughs> no. 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 You might have stopped me twice. Rain dance. White chocolate. Let it rain. No, what is it? Along came Polly. Oh, really? Yeah, where they're playing basketball. Oh, yeah, okay. It's got um, the guy who died. Philip Seymour Hoffman. Philip Hoffman, yeah. Do you not remember that? Yeah, I remember that scene now. They're playing basketball, and then there's also that where he, so most of his face rubs against. <laughs> yeah, just, yeah. Just the Do you like the movie? Yeah. Like Polly? Yeah. You? Yeah, I think, I think I enjoyed it. So that's got Jennifer Aniston in it as well, right? Yeah. yeah. Wow, you didn't get it. Was that too hard? I don't know. Maybe if I listen to it. No, even if I listen to it again, I probably. Probably would so have bad at basketball. Well, yeah, yeah, he keeps right? yeah saying all these token moves. Uh, I've got this one. I think we may have done before, but right, see how we go. Well, if you get three out of three and I get one out of three, that's we're we just going to stop the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, there's no reason we need to be shackled by the strictures of the employee-employer relationship, unless, of course, you're into that sort of thing. <laughs> In which case, I got some shackles in the back. <laughs> I'm just kidding. But seriously, I've got them. Are you thinking anything? Can you play that one more time? I will give you one more time. I mean, there's no reason we need to be shackled by the strictures of the employee-employer relationship. Unless, of course, you're into that sort of thing. <laughs> in which case, I got some shackles in the back. <laughs> I'm just kidding. But seriously, I've got them. I'll give you a Is that Ben Stiller? Yeah, the actor from this last movie you just, yeah. you just had. Yep. Ben Stiller. His wife is in the movie as well. Oh. Zoolander. It's, no. Not Zoolander. Um, no. Oh. It's not Starsky and Hutch? It's not Starsky and Hutch. It's another one. It's got uh, um, Karen McCormick is the name. Is the actress's name. Oh, Dodgeball, is it? Yeah, that's right. <laughs> You're a fan of <laughs> Karen McCormick, are you? <laughs> Dodgeball I've seen only half. Have you? Of the movie, yeah. That was a pretty good one. That as good, is it? Yeah, I think so. I mean, the character Ben Stiller plays is just such a complete tool, but... Yeah. Yeah, he does, he does it well. You can dodge a wrench, you can dodge a ball. That guy, <laughs> Rip Torn. What a name. Oh, for yeah. so good. Yeah. He's in uh, Freddy Got Fingered as well. Yes, that's right. dad, yeah. Uh, well done, Albert. Three out of three, I am impressed. Well, you did give me a bit of a hint. Yeah. It's two and a half out of three, I am impressed. Yeah. No, that's... Thanks, man. good. No, you're welcome. So... We're done. I so, think. doing the next podcast tomorrow? Yes. <laughs> yeah, I've got to get this one edited and done tonight and, and sent out. Uh, so, next week it's my blend and your beers. Correct. Is that correct? So, That's I'll correct. write that down my blend, your beers. Excellent. Thanks, Ben. All right, thank you, Albert. So See you next week. If you die, can I have your car? Sweet. Ah! Curious ramblings. <laughs> hey, Finch.